You are listening to Passion Pods 1 with Rania Jamali of The Last Refuge. So, darling, tell me, what is The Last Refuge? Officially, we are, well, not officially, officially and actually, we are a an arts space. It's a theatre and a bar and a film production company and a community space. Amazing. Four elements. And there's four of us. And um, so here's the four of you. There's me. And your role is? I'm the artistic director. I'm in charge of the theatre and I'm in charge of the community space. Laura Crampsey is the creative director and she is a screenwriter. And for The Last Refuge, she's in charge of the film production company and the bar. The watering hole. Love it. Uh, Ms Lydia Scott, or our CJ Craig from uh, the West Wing, is our creative producer. It involves PR, publicity, development in terms of both funding and brand. She is also the in-house producer of our creative output. The delightful Ms Francesca Stuttle, or Gif Gaff, as she is more commonly known, is our venue director and project manager of the build. Everything that goes in and out of that venue goes through Franny. Amazing. Good little team. Amazing team. And is it an established charity or how you... Uh, we're is doing it a business? All of that at the moment. We're half charity, half business. The bar and film production are going to be a commercial venture. Okay. Um, so that will be that will run as a business, hopefully clearing some profit, which will support in turn the charity, which is the theatre and community. We hope it will be somewhere where anyone can come to do anything they want. So how was this wondrous little passion pod actually born? It's funny because it's come from... It started as an absolute passion project and as a dream, really. I yeah. always said when I was about when I was a kid that I would run a building by the time I was thirty, but then everything felt so spectacularly to shit, and the career I thought I was going to have totally didn't happen. Which was directing. Which was direct being a freelance director, and I've gone backwards in that for two years. I was at my mum's, and Laura. I was talking on the phone to Laura, who was at her mum's where she lives, and I was staying with my mum because I was too miserable to be in my own house and wanted to kind of have a nice bath. And we had a massive conversation about how shit our lives were. And Laura said, I remember it so vividly, she, I was in my mum's front room and she said, Ryan, when is something going to change? So we can still be having the same fucking conversation from my mother's house in 10 years. We're 28 this year. Is this just going to be it? So we were like, and I said, we'll just open that pub you've always wanted to open so there'll finally be somewhere you can't get thrown out of. Well, it's that ownership of it as well, isn't it? Yeah, that was literally both where it started. Taking the control of it. And I was like, it needs to be a refuge. We need somewhere to go. Laura's like, I need to move. And I was like, I need somewhere to go and I feel like I can't go anywhere. I can't be anywhere. Oh, I just love it. So we were like, it's a refuge. And then Laura said, so all simple pleasures, Oscar Wilde, last refuge of the complex mind. And we went the last refuge. And we were like, oh, Laura Renya, children. And when I first originally thought of it six months ago, as an actual thing that could happen, because of having some money to put into it, it wasn't a passion pod at all. It was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking ill. I'm so depressed. I cannot sustain a freelance directing career if I'm not working six months a year and if I continue to turn jobs down. So it was more like as a business venture. Totally. And it was like, what am I going to do? Practically, I, I want to keep directing. Sometimes when I'm not well, I can't. What can I do? But then the cheesy part in me is kind of like, I wonder if subconsciously there was also something ticking along because of your original stuff. You want this building, you want this space. Absolutely, and being depressed, all one can think about is what a failure one is. Mm. How you failed in everything. And I was like, you know, I've totally failed in my objective. You know, it's that thing of your whole 20s, you're thinking, oh my God, is this it? Yeah. Like I thought the life I thought I was going to have, this is totally different from that. But then it is that thing of turning it into the life you want. Yeah, well, I'm, I've got a list of my ambitions that my mum's got still that I wrote when I was nine years old. <gasps> what does it say? One of them was exactly like, the same. Number one, to direct a play. Ha! <laughs> Smug in your face. Bit now. <sighs> number two, to meet Sean Connery and Barbara Windsor. <laughs> Haven't you done Barbara? I've done Barb's. Oh, babe. Not Sean. Surely. Now, I hate Sean Connery. 
<laughs> my one is to roll a bed on Venice Beach, which I didn't do, but I did walk down it. Mm. Another one is to take over Barry Norman on film 97. Oh my God, amazing. But yeah. what's actually amazing, it's turning back into a passion pod now. Totally. Now it's coming. Now it's happening. Because it's real. I think that's the it's big thing, real. though. It's the tangibleness of it. And it's terrifying how quickly it has become real. Yeah. I mean, when it was me and Laura in the office today, without Fran and Lydia, our team, who make the whole thing run, it's sudden, we were giggling. It suddenly felt like a joke again. We had it's 10 like minutes going, what the fuck? We're just in our office. But that's just the weirdest thing, though, mm. when you say it like that in a summary. That is, honestly, it just, it. But it sounds so simple. So simple. It sounds so simple, and I think that's what's so exciting, yeah. is, you know, we sit and we talk, and then it's suddenly like, actually, I want to start doing stuff. Yeah. But a lot of it's financial as well, isn't it? Because it's going to give you an yeah. income. Exactly. And having the money, the opportunity of having some money to start it up. Yeah. A lot of the idea of The Last Refuge is that everyone comes together, mm. and, you know, it's quite movable. Apart from you guys as a team, there's quite a totally. lot of change within and it. And again, that came from so practically, me going, what can I have that's sustainable? Yeah. Because as a freelancer, you're always looking for work. Yeah. And when I was having these big periods of not working, I need to now... If I'm going to make directing a career, I need to do it in a different way because the way I was doing it with my health issues wasn't yeah. working. And also financially. I wasn't sustainable, exactly. Yeah. I've always supported myself since I started working professionally and then in the last two years I just haven't. I've yeah. been buying money from my mum and again, you go, I'm 28 years old. And also, as far as self-worth, that just makes anyone yeah, feel crap. not earning money is so... Sh- but then there are moments, delightful moments... Where I remember, I think because I can't think about the dream too much because when I think about how amazing it is, my head falls off. Yeah. Oh, babe. A bit. That was massive. I don't even it's like as soon as something gets practical and real, it's the same. It's what's so depressing about doing anything you love as a hobby, then they're making it your job. That is always going to be a bit of a shit idea. I know, but it's a so, job's a job's a job's a job. But what's so funny is that so many of us crave to be working and earning money doing the thing that we love. I know. And then, actually, there are difficulties to that as well, aren't there? Oh, absolutely. I spent most of my early 20s wishing. Come home at five o'clock. What are you doing tonight? Nothing. Gonna yeah. watch four films in a row. What are you doing tonight? Sending emails. Really Nine to fiving. Yeah. yeah, and I'd be so jealous. Weekend. Where are you at now for the last refuge? Right now, we're in a state of absolute. All systems go. All systems go. Which is massively the cool. The theme but... really has been we've absolutely run in before we can walk, which in some ways is incredible. People are talking about it, but we are so not ready, and it is terrifying we're literally catching up kind of catching up to our own pr that we created because also you weren't really consciously creating pr at the no. time you were just kind of like doing what you were doing and setting it up absolutely but it happened so quick because we you had to, really control because it. we had to get the space yeah and again i mean it's so not ideal when i think about it for me and my journey like as artistic director i came off the straight off the back of one show did the show friday night went to the office monday two weeks later i was in la yeah on holiday refusing to work because of stress you... <laughs> <laughs> are you are you looking forward now though to like being there, oh, and really, get, yeah, getting your teeth into that it. That was one delightful moment on Monday. We went in and we were sitting in it, me, Lydia, and Laura in a corner, smoking fags because we can, <laughs> and talking through our contract. And then I was just looking around this massive, beautiful room that the girls had done up and ripped the floor off of over this Christmas break. I'm so proud of what they'd done. And we were just sitting there, and I had to, I said to the girls, I was like, "This is just kind of our space. This is ours, but it's ownership." That's Absolutely. so much what motivated you from what you're saying about yeah. this, was that you're fed up of people telling you what to do. It's an integral part of what your pod is. Absolutely. Is that you're taking ownership for, for your... It's our pod. <laughs> it's your... Back off, I mean, pod amazing, amazing thing is it's me and Lydia were saying, Lydia calls it the future. And she was just talking about it. Something about it. And it's become, it is a thing. It's a thing other than us. 
But it carries you through it. That's it the whole thing. Us and is more than us, but is all of us and doesn't exist without one of us. Being part of something, babe, I think that's the other thing as well that's so big with yours. Family. Yeah, the centre of it. And that's what your mission was. I mean, in, yeah. like feeling connected to each other in it, especially Absolutely. for you four. So, yeah, it's kind of nothing's happening. But everything's happening. The real key for you guys, though, will be to be in the space and to have people be able to be in there. So, yeah. i.e., your internet or lose or whatever. Yeah, I mean, up what's that. kind of wonderful is even though we've pushed the move, the move has suddenly arrived forward four weeks early. I slightly feel like we're ready to get already already on Monday. We need to get annoyed. There. Like I just, we've got a meeting now, and I just want to be in there. Yeah, we just want to be in and going. And we were saying that I think actually being in early than we thought would give us. Not that we need to kick up the arse because we're all working our fucking bollocks. No, but it's a different kind of style. But location, location has a massive thing, especially when you are doing something that is based around a location. And I think being off, exactly, and being off site has been a bit like doing pre-production for a film. Yeah. We're kind of ready to to get stuck in a bit. And for yourselves. Yeah, because a venue doesn't exist without stuff going on in it. Yeah, that's so exciting. So we're at an incredibly exciting point. It's, it's kind of all about to kick off. We are four weeks... It's about from... to be really born. Yeah, we're, we're four weeks from the first last refuge, which is our opening friends and family party. Amazing. Can you tell me what advice you'd have given yourself oh, before you set up uh, that, you have, that you wish you'd been told? So, like, you know, a nugget of wisdom that okay. you would give someone who was about to start out in the same place. Have you got one of those yet? It might be one to do later on down the track. Well, I'm only a month into it. Yeah, so maybe it's too early to ask that question. It is. There's already so much. To avoid the, even though it was only lasted for half an hour, I would make sure you ha- I had my money in place. Actually, physically in yeah. the right account. Yeah, yeah, in a business account because that was sweat palm because central. Twelve hours and it's all fine. It was solved within fifteen minutes. I know, but that feeling of me of opening my mouth and going, Laura, we haven't got any money. Don't, I mean, you even saying that makes yeah, me feel we a bit got sick. A single penny. And God bless Laura Campsey for being the only person in the world who went, "Pay it all right. We'll figure something out." So that was good. But that really made me sweat. And so what I, what I hate about that... But then what I hate about that is that I wouldn't have done it any other way. And circumstances sometimes happen outside of your control. We had to get that venue then. And if I'd have waited till I had the money in the bank... You wouldn't have got the venue. wouldn't have got the venue. So much of it is, is experiencing it for yourself. You know, also, and- to be fair... I know that that's sensible. It wasn't like I didn't know that before, that I should have had my money in place. Yeah. I just didn't. And I think with any big business, it's any big idea, not business, but it has to be a risk. It's high stakes. Yeah. And you're putting yourself on the line. Yeah. And that's why you get the rewards. It doesn't matter. And that's why it's not important. I love a bit of a card game analogy. And I think anything that's worth doing is high stakes, high risk, all your cards on the table, no aces to save, because that's where the good stuff comes from. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Anyone could do it. Can you just, one last thing I wanted to ask you. Do you yeah. have any things that, like, inspire you? Weirdly, I've become a massive fan of, like, motivational tunes. Whoa, chill out, like what? weird, like I listen to songs, musical theatre songs, Being Alive from Company. What about anybody? Is there anyone specific that's been inspiring? Joan Littlewoods, who ran Stratford East, is a massive kind of inspiration for me and for the company as a whole, because I don't stop banging on about her, is. And she ran Theatre Royal Stratford East for about 20 years. With no money. And she spent about 10 of those years campaigning to get Arts Council and kind of government funding to build a purpose-built venue called the Fun Palace. And she never did it. She could never get the money together. And the models are in her autobiography, which is somewhere. It's on our website. Her, you know, what she said to Fun Palace should be. When I got the girls around here for the first dinner to say, are you in? Will you come and work? Will you be the team? Uh, I read them a little bit about the Fun Palace. And I love the name. Who doesn't want to go to the fire? Are there any others that you can think of to add to your inspiration list? Other people's passion has given me back my pod. Oh, because I love it. It's like I told you to say that. The times I've got the most excited is when I bring someone I love and work with particularly 
into it and they go this is amazing when you're in it you forget what it is but that's exactly the same though with anything Mm. small or big Mm. yes your project is a big project Mm. and that's what I think your friends do and they make it real and fun because they know you and they believe in you but also because they're excited by what your idea is I say to my students and it's so easy to preach and not to yourself yeah but isn't everything yeah something I always say to them particularly particularly my barter students is you don't choose this we don't choose it you know if you're talented and you have you have the kind of spark to do this life you you, you don't choose it and thus you can't unchoose it it's in your bones you have to basically make it work for you though you, you, yeah exactly it's in your bones it's in your blood it doesn't go away you can ignore it but that will ultimately cause you unhappiness it's bloody hard work sometimes though isn't it it's exhausting I wish I just worked in a factory <laughs> you've been listening to Passion Pods 1 with Rani Jamali of The Last Refuge <laughs>